Hello. Hello. I'm Phil D. You might know me from the internet as Phil D, or possibly from the real world as Phil. And I'm sat next to Arcadian Lady, who you might know from the internet as Arcadian Lady, or possibly from the real world as Rachel. And we are here to make for you Incompletely Articulate, which you might know as that podcast. As episode 58, we are sure that by now you know that what we do is each write um, something for you in sort of the last week or so, and then... We will perform it and have a little chat about it. I don't know why I've gone suddenly so formal, but I have, so let's go with it. Um, as it's an even number, it is your turn to go first. Do you want to tell us about it or just launch straight in? So, on my way here this evening, I bought my 13th McRib of the year. That's over £35 spent on filth, let's face it. So there's this. How can something so wrong feel so right? I ask myself with every bite. I know I shouldn't favour food whose texture feels like it's been glued together, whose flavours so ersatz. I know it's laced with hidden fats. I know it's probably a vice. I know it's painfully overpriced. And each of those copious pennies spent is tacitly granting my consent to a somewhat evil corporation, the blight of post-industrialisation. I can't help know all this in and yet I conveniently forget, as I ask myself with every bite, it couldn't be more wrong, so how come it feels so right? I thought that was really funny. I'm glad you're amused. Yeah, I'm very amused. I also just love at the beginning how, how um, specific you were, but did you have you been keeping a tally about how many or did you add them up today? Of course I've been keeping a tally. It's only available for a limited period of time. You have to know how many you've got in before they disappear. Oh, okay. See, I don't eat meat, so no, I, no, I'm not aware of this. It wouldn't affect you Hardcore anyway. McDonald's fraternity. Sometimes I go in for a filet of fish but, but you know, that's actually really annoying because the filet of fish isn't on the 99p menu. So the only thing you can get that isn't meat on the 99p menu is chips. How rubbish is that? Terrible. Yeah, sorry, that's just something that's been bugging me for a while. I don't I don't know what else to say that isn't encapsulated in it for some reason. Like, it's wrong, it's very wrong, and I know even being in McDonald's is wrong, but it's the nicest thing they make by such a long way, and I don't think I've eaten one in two decades, other than the far too many I've already eaten this month. Did you start January with any kind of resolution, eat better type thing that you've broken, or is it just what you want to do and that's fine? Uh, no, as someone said on the Twitter's resolutions are just so that the world knows what you hate about yourself. That's a very good turn of phrase for that, actually. I might steal that. Uh, and I think the world is already well aware of plenty of the things I hate about myself, and some of the others they'd probably rather not know. <laughs> Like, you constantly resolve to be a better person in various ways, don't you? Yeah, of course. And, and it's it's very futile, and I think trying to trying to make a specific date of it... It's kind of like state-sponsored procrastination, isn't it? Because everyone can just say throughout the year, I'm just going to wait, and January I'll change it, rather than just doing it like on Monday or tomorrow or something. Yeah. And then, like, I did a big set when I think I was... I think it was because I was 10,000 days old. How old are you in that? 10,000 days. Yeah, I know, I just, I can't do the math. There's an old 
Chinese thing that a lifetime is 30,000 mornings. So it's oh. about a third of a short life. That's quite sweet. Yeah. I mean, it's significantly less for me because I'm always asleep until I pass my day. But it's a nice idea. So, yeah, and I think, I doubt I've ticked most of those off yet. I can't remember what they were. So um, I'll just hold them out. If anyone wants to find them, I'm sure they're on my Twitter feed somewhere. You'd be bothered to plunge through the archive of several years ago. But this is a bit of a flashback to last week's episode where I was talking about um, like finding my phone easier for things and then writing things down. Like I've just got a constant to-do list, like reminders. So And it varies from really big things that I want to achieve in my life to like I need to put out the washing. And it just means that it's just constantly rotating. So I never feel like I have to have ticked them all off because I'm always adding new ones. I used to have a big to-do list that had form a band, learn a chord, write a song, change the world. And that, wow. was, that was the entirety of my to-do list for a long time. And then... It sounds like you should definitely write at least a poem, if not a show, based on <laughs> that. I would be in that or pay to see it. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm a lovely person today. <laughs> We've been blabbing a lot of nonsense. So, uh, going back to the sort of thing that this podcast is meant to be about, what have you written for this episode? Okay. So, I had... Maybe a week ago, I had like a week or like three or four days where I just was really, really down. And I was just like, I just like everything was sort of falling apart. And the thing is, I've never really, haven't really had like an episode like that since I've been in a relationship. And I just like, apparently just like didn't talk to my boyfriend for like three days. And he was like, what's going on? Um, because he lives really far away. And afterwards I was like, oh, nothing. Like I just wasn't aware that I'd done that because I just stopped myself talking to anyone because I'd just been focusing on just like not dying so yeah so then afterwards I was a bit like oh that's not a cool thing to do to somebody else in the world so yeah so then I sort of wrote this so it's not an apology because I don't think I did anything wrong because I was just doing what's best for me but I also acknowledged that I was a bit shit so yeah this is it's not really about that but it's all linked to that okay he looks at me like I've only seen people do in movies, like I am a rainstorm and a full moon at the same time. When I kiss him, I can taste my future. Our lives play out like a flip book in my mind. I want every Tuesday evening argument over taking out the bins and every Sunday morning waking him up to make the tea. All the good, all the bad, all the difficult. Even when his hair has slipped away and his mind starts forgetting names of people we have long known. When we are old, our children groan. Because maybe I don't look at him like we're in a movie, but he is my whole galaxy. Like I want us to revolve around each other forever. Because when I kiss him, I taste our future. Yeah, that was kind of nothing like how I thought it was headed from your intro. Yeah. That was was lovely. Thank you. Yeah, I think it was just because it was sort of my, sort of developing the idea of like, you sort of find your own version of like what works for like each relationship. So even like we'd say like me and my mum, me and my brother, like, me and my friends, and then like me and my boyfriend and stuff. So it's not always like like a standard relationship that like, you'd see on TV. But like, yeah, so it's sort of yeah, it's not necessarily like sort of movie dramatic, and well, we might not. I might sort of disappear enough to do my own thing for a while, but it doesn't mean that it's not valid. Yeah, and it's not any um, less. It's just different. And no love is the same as any other love, is it? The, no. The way you love any different person, just yourself, is different. Yeah, exactly. And also the way they love you back is different. I think that was what I was sort of thinking about at the time. Was like, so it was like because 
he sort of if like one person sort of makes like sort of grander statements or whatever and the other person just sort of says like their version of that it doesn't mean that it's any different doesn't mean that it's any less powerful or important to them yeah yeah because you take any combination of two unique things and you get a unique thing don't you yeah you know it's a yeah roll a dice to see how many dice you roll Things. Exactly. From I wouldn't have picked this up from the piece, but from the intro couple to the piece, mm. it sort of felt like you were. It was almost, it was almost an apology. Yeah, it was like it was kind a, of like an explaining thing. Go on, sorry, what yeah, was it was like a don't. Even if it feels like it's not like this, this really is how it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it can be like okay so this is probably a bit oversharing for the podcast but like so i've been i've I had like a lot of therapy in my life so i'm more self-aware than your average person at my age which is 23 so like if he'll sort of say something like you know like um oh i need you ever and i'll be like oh, i don't need you but i love you like because i'm very aware that i'm very prone to putting myself in a position where i sort of rely on somebody for everything and i wanted myself to be like a full person before i was with somebody because that's when you are the best version of yourself and I know that but I also know that that's not how dramatic 20-somethings are when they're in love so my boyfriend's like I need you and I love you and you're my world and I'm like you're excellent and I want you to be around forever I'm aware that's not the dramatic response he was perhaps wanting but that doesn't mean that for me that's not it doesn't mean that I don't see him as my future because I do I just and that don't... doesn't even mean that's a different emotion that just means that's a, the, the emotion internalised and turned into words in a different exactly. way. Exactly, yeah. Although I do find myself constantly going, I feel like I should have to explain this better. Like, what do I do during the day or during my life? I just do this, writing and do the podcast. And when it comes to actually sort of trying to explain what's going on, not in rhyming or in a poem, I just can't do it. That's one of the things poetry is for. That is true. So our things have, like, fuck all in common this week although you love my ribs and I love my boyfriend so that's nice yeah but your boyfriend sounds like he deserves it <laughs> the ribs fuck good at the time you know what else poetry is good for entertaining strangers on the internet hopefully strangers on the internet you've been entertained if you have why not check out our back catalogue because we've been doing this for quite a while now over a year so there's lots to listen to um we have our thing on itunes so all of our episodes are there so if you subscribe to us then each episode will just appear on your device and if you're the sort of person who avoids the itunes you can listen to all those episodes of which we just spoke on the SoundClouds, where we are hosted by the lovely peneril t to whom we are always grateful and we also have a tumblr so why not come and follow us and talk to us and that is incompletelyarticulate.tumblr.com and if you prefer shorter more direct communication than that then there's the Twitters at Incompletely Art and finally we also have a Facebook page so if you want to put a thumb on us then um, every time I upload something you can just find the links there rather than going to the site yourselves and just thank you for listening and tell someone else to listen and you know all those things that people who have successful podcasts say at the end of theirs yeah. usually ends with give me some money but it's okay if you don't give me money <laughs> Richard Herring I'm looking at you <laughs> and a PLT.